It's not just another boring podcast from some loser broadcasting from his mom's basement. It's from his dingy garage instead. Whatever, man. We cover everything. Pop culture, food. Let me guess, tacos again? That's that's what this show's about. Politics, sports, entertainment, and whatever the hell else is on his mind. I have an addictive personality. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Scared to tell us the city, Jake? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, it's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can also go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or tune in. Type in the keywords, the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Boom, you're in there. You can also go to Spreaker.com slash the Big Brother Jake Podcast, and you can listen there as well. Good to be back. What a week last week. Man, I'm fired up. Football season's about to start. Basketball season's not that far behind. Baseball's hit a stride. It's about to be postseason in the very, very, very near future. And I am so hyped up about sports. Why am I hyped up about sports? I make a living off sports. And I'm tired of having idle time. So I am ready to get back to work. But, uh, you know, I want to first of all say thank you and shout out to uh, 5 North Bolt. Um, I hosted my first bus over the weekend, and it's a little similar to what I'm doing now, except I probably crack a few more jokes than usual. However, when it's early, you know, people aren't really trying to hear my government name, Jake Warner, a.k.a. Big Brother Jake, doing his thing. So I let him wake up a little bit, and then it was fun. We had a good time. Made the trip from San Diego up to Los Angeles over to Carson. Went to Thunder Alley. Shout out to Thunder Alley and all the clubs that are there. And uh, we had a good time. We had a good time. We tailgated. People were happy. And it was a good run. Just glad to be part of a, a great company like that. So shout out to Five North Bolt and Patty Gutierrez, um, which you heard her last week on the show. Man, did she not kill it, y'all? Did she not kill it? Of course she killed it. She's dope. She's one of my favorite people on earth and one of my favorite people to just be associated with. So thank you, Patty, for coming on the show last week, as well as Jeremiah Spicer. Man, that kid, he, he, <laughs> you throw a beat next, you know, on, on top of him talking. <laughs> Sounds like he's doing a, like, DOS effects, you know, for you, uh, for you youngsters. You, you don't know nothing about DOS effects, but bum stickity, bum stickity, but <laughs> that's not a diss. But Jeremiah Spicer, man, that kid will have you ready to go, ready to have you fired up playing football. And his story was, you know, amazing to hear. So glad he got to come on the show and, and be a part of everything and we could share his story. So. This week, I'm not going to waste any time. Of course, I have my homeboy, my best friend of 38 years, my man P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. He'll join us next segment to talk basketball, and surprisingly, he had some football analysis. So I was, I was shocked that he had that, you know, stored in his brain, ready to go, and talk about that. So, and of course, we... Got a little sidetracked, too, and started talking trash, like we always do. So, P-Dub is on the show today. Also, we have the owner and operator of FabulistaCookies.com, the one and only Jesse Dallas Childs. And full disclosure, I've known her 25 years, one of my best friends, and I dropped a little bomb on her as well. Um, 
So you got to listen to the whole thing so you don't miss it. Yes, my voice is a little jacked up. I'm not sick, but I've been talking all weekend long. So I got to protect the voice. I got to protect the moneymaker. I got to make sure I sound good for next weekend for the next 5 North Bolt trip. By the way, go to 5NorthBolt.com if you want to book your next trip. If you're a Charger fan, you don't want to make that trip to Los Angeles by yourself, get on the bus with us. You know, you can have all the beer you want, nice craft brews and micro brews. We have nitro coffee. You know, we have micheladas we have cookies whatever you want go to 5northbolt.com to book your next trip and maybe just maybe you'll be on the bus with me and we'll have a good ass time you have a good time no matter what but i'm gonna save the voice gotta save the voice it's a little bit you know raspy a little bit deep I wish I really sounded this deep all the time. Oh, hello, ladies. <laughs> no, don't look at my beautiful hair. There's rumors going around about that little dude, too, and uh, maybe we'll touch on it. Actually, no, nah, I don't really care about it. So without further ado, I'm not going to hold you up no more. You're probably tired of hearing about me. You're like, dude, his voice is jacked up. I want to hear about it. He's talking fast. He's full of energy. Yes, I'm full of energy because it was a great, great, great show that, that's been recorded. Yes, I'm not going to be like most radio shows and act like we're live and, oh, they're waiting here next. No, I recorded these interviews earlier in the day, and uh, you'll hear it because of the voice. It's very, very, very different. But I'm rambling now, but I'm hyped. I want you to hear my man P-Dub right now. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All right, everybody. It's that time. Had to wake his ass up. Okay, he was awake, actually. And I begged him to come on. He's starting to get outrageous with his demands. But y'all know him. Y'all love him. Canada and Barstow stand up for your boy, P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson. What's good, P? What's happening, man? What's going on? Man, you tell me, man. You're a hard guy to get a hold of. Like, I was like, hey, man, let's do this. He's like, you don't send the town car no more. You don't even pay for, for me to come on. Like, I don't pay for me to come on. That's my damn show. I don't get no money for this. So why should you get paid for it? Well, luckily, you caught me at a good time because I'm sitting here watching Please Shoot Me 3-on-3 three three Basketball. <laughs> Sorry, man. Shouldn't be big three. It should be called Please Shoot Me. Like, this is hard to watch, <laughs> Look, it, dog. You know what? It, I love Ice Cube. Y'all know, the world knows love how Ice much Cube. I love Cube. However, <laughs> however, bro, you got to get some of these guys off that he court. Just, hey, man, he eats the hustle together. This is a hustle right here. <laughs> We're all getting swindled. <laughs> yeah. So. I got to say, you know, and, and, and look, I, I love what he's doing. It's in, innovative. You know, he, he's creating a, a niche thing. You know, first of all, Michael Rappaport. I love Michael Rappaport, but he has no business on anybody's sideline. And I wish Scalabrini would have slapped him the other day just for fun, but it didn't happen. But uh, it is hard to watch. I mean, it is. It, man. It's hard to <laughs> watch. Like, and it, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a fast break kid too. You yes, know you are. I mean? Yeah, so we, like, we Showtime era. That's where we grew up. Basketball with no fast break. And I know this is, you know, kind of growing up. This is kind of yeah. how you played most of the time if you didn't have. Enough people to run. You right, play right. half court. Right. You know what I mean? So I get it. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, my God. It's like <sighs> these guys are already old and hurting and can't get around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just it's tough. It's tough to watch. But, hey, like you said, more power to them. Yeah. Yeah. But but speaking speaking of old and hurt and not me on the court. <laughs> right. We've got to talk Lakers, man. we got to talk yeah, Lakers. Yeah. As everyone knows by now, Boogie Cousins went down with a torn ACL. This man can't catch a break. That's three years in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's yeah, man. It's it's pretty bad. You know, he, he had the uh, the Achilles tendon, then he had the quad, and now torn ACL. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's it's unfortunate. I really wanted to see what he would do in a Laker uniform. For sure. Yeah, and we pro- sure. probably won't see that ever because I don't think they'll resign him after this, but I don't have any inside information. Now they're talking retreads, people that could come in. And for those that know Paul and I, we hate Dwight Howard. <laughs> I don't hate anyone. I hate paying taxes, and I hate corn. But I hate Dwight Howard. What do you think? If, you know, <laughs> what do you think of our boys make this move? Man? If the Lakers make this move, Paul, what do you think? <laughs> well, I wasn't. I, I mean, when I saw the three names that popped up originally, which was Howard, uh, Noah, and uh, Fareed. Fareed, yes. Um, you know, I wasn't really thrilled about any of them. No. You know what I mean? So, and I kind of was like trying to understand, like, okay, why are we going like? I mean, I understand, you know, Boogie was a big body. Yes. But why are we looking to fill with like another big body? I was trying to trying to see where they were going with that. I don't know. Yeah, because we know Anthony Davis isn't going to play the five spot. Like, yeah, exactly. And it, they got it, McGee. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they got you know. So it's like I don't know. I was trying to see where they're going with that. Kind of see, you know, he's probably not whoever they put there is not going to play a lot of minutes. No, no, not at all. You know what I mean? I, they're not going to depend on them. Like they were probably were going to depend on Boogie if he started getting back into a little bit of form right so you know so going in there feeling trying to fill that spot with like that mind you know mindset i think wasn't you know that's not there but yeah man i, I don't know dude i just like you know i'm not gonna deny what howard could be right you know what i mean the guy's like freakish you know what i mean he's right just, he's big he's strong he's athletic you know what i mean but things get in the way of that sometimes <laughs> and right now his health <laughs> yeah. and his ego his antics so, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean. They're so in left field all the time. Like, really, are you going to get anything that you, you know, from him that you probably going to get or weren't going to get from Boogie? You know, healthy right. or not. Right. So I, I just skip over that. I mean, me personally, I'm looking for someone that when we do have a someone that goes down, when we do have like when we're short bodied, this guy can come in and play really solid minutes and give you something. Right. And to me, if those are the three that you're looking at. Fareed fits that bill. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, 100%. He's, he played with the Rockets. You know what I mean? Last year, he was, I'm not going to say he was the greatest player, but he filled in some spots when guys were, yes. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Not, not doing well. And he plays, you know, all five spots. He can guard five, all five spots. Yep. He's, I'm not going to say he's the best shooter. No. You know what I mean? Not but by he instance. can hit a lot. He can hit more threes than what Dwight Howard or Noah's going to hit. <laughs> You know what I mean? And right. let's be honest, that's that's this is where the league is. You've got to have that. You've got to have guys that can hit that three or you're almost no good. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, and and the, the way the game is played now, there's really no center position anymore. Exactly. There's no, there's there's no, no Shaq or Kareem or anyone like there's that. There's no low post. There's no. no low post game anymore. No. You can get the ball on the post, but you're more likely just going to take a couple dribbles and kick it out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's it's there's no one, you know, throwing Akeem Lajuan moves on fools, oh, no, you know, no. or whatever and and just murdering people in the post anymore. That is like gone. It's gone. So, I, that's why I don't think like why why Howard then? Because that guy's not going to be shooting threes. He won't even be shooting freaking 10-footers. No. You know what I mean? He's going to be everything's going to be have to be in the post or lobs or rebound yep. putbacks. putbacks. And that guy is not going to battle like that. No, he's not a he's not a 15 rebound, you know, 15, not anymore. No. 
He nah, doesn't. Yeah, that was his Orlando no. days. Yes. <laughs> you, you you take him in his Orlando days. Hell yeah, bring his ass over. Hell yeah, bring him over. But he, he's done doing that. He's yeah. done being that guy. Yeah, he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Ever since he got that torn labrum, he doesn't want to like battle. Yeah. He doesn't want to bang. Exactly. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't want to play aggressive. He just wants to be that mid post shooter that he's not. He can't even so, hit yeah. a baseline jumper. With so even for even ten or fifteen minutes, no thanks, bro. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You know, I don't even need. I don't even need your ten or fifteen minutes. Just, just no. go, go somewhere and chill out. Right. I'd rather take Fareed, who I know can come in and give me good, solid ten minutes. Right, he's a good, solid ten. And he's not looking you know to I mean? like make commercials or be on the TV or anything like yeah. that. You won't hear about him doing stupid things. Like I'll never forget after the game you and I went to when he was with the Houston Rockets, he went on Instagram and him and Jeremy Lin's punk ass. Yeah, I'll say it. And all the Rockets were making fun of the people in the crowd, us saying Howard sucks. Howard sucks. And then he did this stupid antic thing. And like the Laker fans hated him more. So I, I, I think it would be a lot of mixed emotions if he came back. Like the thought of him would be great if it's Orlando Laker first time yeah, Laker Rockets days. But now he's washed up. He's played for what three extra three different teams in a matter of like three years. Like, let's be it? honest. Let's be honest, man. As Laker fans, serious hardcore Laker fans, yeah. some people are reaching. Some people are just we're, they see the trouble that this franchise is in. Yes, you know what I mean. And we're just reaching. We're reaching for that's why we were hoping for Boogie yeah. to be healthy or whatever, because he could be the steal of the whole freaking, you know, yeah. free agency if, yeah. if he comes back and is dropping 2010 on fools. Yep. So, you know what I mean? So it's it, it, we're just reaching right now. Like I, I heard it once and I have to kind of agree. Although, you know, the question was put out there. Mm-hmm. Are the Lakers slowly starting to become the Clippers? Oh. And that is a that is a question. <laughs> I'm not lying. It's that a, is a question. It's a legit question. It's a legit yeah, question. That management better be asking them themselves every fucking day when they look in the mirror. Right. Because Anthony Davis ain't, ain't signed shit yet. Okay. Nope. He just came over in a trade. Yep. LeBron has got a couple years left and he ain't committing to anything either. Nope. So, you know what I mean? So, Lakers better look hardcore into what they have done. I know it looks like they saved face. With the people they they signed, right. but they honestly, honestly, in long term aspect, they fucked themselves by not jumping on really high caliber free agents when they had a chance instead of sitting around for Kawhi. They were banking on that to yes, be their savior for the rest of the year, and that was stupid. That was stupid. I, in my personal opinion, that was bad business. You, you know, know what I mean? Bad business. You know, P, you, you have you have all these people out in the free agent market, and you're just sitting around freighting with this one guy ready to call you and say, hey, you, it's you. That's just, that's crazy to me. It's it's the equivalent of that, that, that good looking lady that was in her late twenties and waiting around for Mr. Right. Instead of taking Mr. Right now, that could have been great. No, I want the perfect man, the perfect man and all the perfect men get taken. Then all of a sudden, guess what? You stuck with Mr. Right now anyway, or Mr. Yeah. Used to be. So, I, I agree with you there, but you know, Pete, you should really, really just like tell it like it is. Like you're really holding back about your Lakers right now. It's kind of concerning me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm, I just look at it realistically, man. Yes, I'm not going to sit here yes, and be like, oh, we have 16 championships. That's going to get us through for the next 30 years. Like, no, dude. That could be done. That could be our last one it right there. Be, yeah. It, it's you know what I mean? It's, it's, look at all the teams that are, you know, have been in this league. They haven't won shit. Right. They've had good squads all the time. So, 
that's what I that's how I view it. Right. You know what I mean? So until Anthony Davis signs an extension or, you know, puts his name on on a max contract next year. I, I ain't feeling no other way except ex- anxiety. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how's this year going to go? You know, are people going to stay healthy? Like, all that's going to be on my mind for the for the whole year no, until I see it said and done. I, I agree with you. And, and that's the thing. The, it's championship or bust for the Lakers. Let's be honest, man, because we're a fan base. It's, you know, and my Cooper people know I'm a Laker fan, so I can say that. I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. All right? Anyways. Sure, so, man, it, it's almost, in my opinion, it's, it's it's playoffs or bust. Like, come on, you haven't even made the playoffs. So. If, they, if they don't make the playoffs, yeah, it's gonna be so bad for this I franchise. Mean, I, yeah, I'm down for taking it one step at a time. So right, right. now, let's just make the let's just make the playoffs. I say like, second round or bust. Yeah. Second yeah. round or bust, bro. Let's and, get it, your foot in the door. And anything after that's a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> it and, is. And here's the thing: people don't understand. Like when pe- when Anthony Davis signed or got traded with to the Lakers. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, oh, hell yeah, I'm happy. People forget this guy doesn't usually play a full season of basketball. Exactly. He's always hurt. So always. If, if he find, you know, something happens to him, it's going to be LeBron all over again. And, and yeah. I get it. LeBron, that was his first major injury. You know, the Lakers handled, handled it poorly by, oh, well, he'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. He'll be back. No. And then all of a sudden he misses, what, 15, 20 games. And then exactly. so the fans are like, yo, like, when's he coming back? So then they expected them to go off on a run. Then you get, like, Lonzo Ball hurt and all the role players are hurt, you know, and now they're all gone except for Kuzma. I mean, this team is built for a championship run with or without Boogie. However, there's it's panic mode. They, they got to do something soon. Yeah, You know, if they don't, they're in huge trouble. It is definitely championship or bust for – the French fan, but fans like you and I, it's you know we'll give them one year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that's yeah, how gotta, I feel about it. You got to show like I, I believe me. Last year I was kind of in that same the same mindset. Like I had anxiety. I didn't know what to expect. We had a right. young team. You know, a veteran guy like LeBron's coming in. Like how's this all gonna mesh? And and it didn't start off great, but nope. by you know by that. Christmas area and stuff, it was looking real good. Yeah. And I was starting to think, like, okay, maybe they're starting to figure it out. And then boom, you know, everything just started spiraling. Right. And that just was like, oh my God. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're, so I already knew, like, oh, we're back to square one at the end yep. of the year. You know, there's no way around it. So no momentum, no nothing. Yeah. Or it, whatever. So, it, but, uh, they, they got to get it together, man. I, I don't want to see more, any more Taco videos i want to yeah. see him oh and i want to see him lip syncing to, to to you know terrible rap songs i want to see lebron tuesday's killing me uh, Tuesday. it, was, it was cool it was kind of cool like one or two times but not sure. every i don't even see it every week the, the crowd one that he just did recently when yeah. he was like at a, like at some event yeah. i was like oh my god i was like that's cool kids i know the kids love it yeah but they get to see I was like, this is getting way too out of hand, dude. What? This is baby. This is about to be baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need any more of that or Old Town Road. We don't need any of that. We need you to get in the gym, start hitting some shots, wrap up taping on Space Jam 2. I don't want to see him on anybody's damn internet or social media. I want his ass in the gym. I want to see Frank Vogel watching him. I want to see people not on the damn, you know, don't work. Ah, just getting, <laughs> I'm getting frustrated. Granted, you know, I got a fallback plan because, of course, I work for the Clippers, so I'm going to see good basketball all year. 
you know. But I am a Laker fan. I want to see the Lakers win. I want to see another parade in L.A. if the Clippers don't do it or whatever. But what I'm seeing now is, oh, shit, time to panic. That's what I see from the Lakers right now. Totally. I don't see them. There's, there's no sense of urgency right now. Everybody just needs to focus. I mean, like, I know Kyle Kuzma's doing the USA basketball or whatever. I get all that. That's fine. He's going to be in tune. I, I hope it doesn't bite him in the ass in regular season. He feels burnout and all that stuff because he's not used right. to playing a lot of basketball like LeBron is. You know, well, LeBron's really the only one that knows how to play a lot of basketball because he always goes to the finals. So this team is not built for longevity. And they need to get it together, and they need to find a way to win. I think they could do it with what they have. Boogie was just I a throw-in, but no, know. I do too. I, I think the the person, the overall personnel, I think is a lot stronger, a lot more mature Absolutely. than it was last year. Yep. And and I think you got a good handful of guys that could really end up being kind of like that catalyst that just just helps the team enough to put them over the hump. Right. You know what I mean? Kyle Kuzma actually being the number one guy, I think he, because LeBron and and uh, AD have all this focus on them. Right. I think Kuzma could just completely shine big Absolutely. time. So he could be the part of part of a big three that nobody expected him to be a part of. Because they're, they're all talking about, hey, maybe you should come off the bench. Why the hell would he come off the bench? Put his ass in the starting lineup. Why would you want him coming off the bench? You want your starting lineup to just whoop their ass, put up a lead, put them on the bench, let them get some rest. Team gets a little momentum, put their ass back in there. You know. I don't believe in that. Well, it's worked for the Clippers because they have a good sixth and seventh man. But, like, the Lakers, nah, you know, mm, that's yeah. just my yeah. opinion. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I'm not a great analyst or insider like my man P-Dub here. But I'm just saying. So, speaking of championship runs, okay, I'm going to break up the Laker thing a little bit. But I think they'll be all right, just for the record. I think, you know, and I think you're on the same wavelength as me. Great minds think alike, you know what I'm saying? So, what do you think? For sure. All right, good. So we're we're agreeing on that. So yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, you know, um, you know, with my other venture that I do, shout out to Five North Boat. Um, I host on the bus, and uh, so I was at Thunder Alley yesterday for the tailgate. Okay, and this is a true story, man. I got people to back this up for me. I, I have witnesses, man. I'm telling you, I'm at, I'm at Thunder Alley, which is the main tailgate for the. the I won't say the city Chargers. <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. I can't say it. It's so I don't own any gear that says Los Angeles Chargers. I live in LA. I refuse to say it. I refuse to say it. <laughs> you refuse to say what, Paul? <clears throat> you won't even say Los Angeles. Let me say before I get into this, my man P hates the city of LA, man. I mean, you're not gonna lose anybody here. They love you. They love you. Canada and Barstow and you know, even LA, they love you, bro. P refuses, he hates the city of LA, he hates the traffic, and even with this changeover, he refuses to say Los Angeles Chargers. Refuse. <laughs> I support that team 100% because those players have, you know, gave their heart and soul to that franchise. Yes. But I won't buy any gear, I won't buy tickets, I will not go to that stadium. <laughs> I'll probably buy a Rams ticket, but I won't be buying. Alright, look, what if I hooked you up? What if, I, what if I had a hookup? You, no, no money coming out of your pocket. I get you a nice hook. You all right back there? Ali. Do, 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 do you know what happens when you start talking L.A.? <laughs> Small kicks in. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So, all right. So, well, I, I don't want to go on your L.A. rant and your L.A. hate because now it's documented. But in Los Angeles, I was there yesterday at, at, at Thunder Alley where they tailgate. 
And of course, people, not of course, like I'm the shit, but like there was people coming up saying, man, the podcast, man, it's been really good because last week I had on Jeremiah Spicer and that kid, he's an inspiration. I hope he makes the squad, you know, so the people were asking about that. But then the second part was, where's your boy P at? Like, we just, you know, I carry you around in my suitcase or something. And I was like, <laughs> he's he got a life, you know, he's got things going on. Um, he, he's, he's back down to San Diego doing his thing. And I think about eight or nine people, mostly females now, asking about Peter. Why would you? Why would you tell me that? Why would you say that <laughs> on the air? Because, like my like my girl's gonna want to hear that. <laughs> she'll want you more when you're desired. Not not everybody's case, <clears throat> but like when you're desired. Sometimes people try harder. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just helping you, man. I'm just saying. But they love your they love they love what you do on the Big Brother Jake podcast. I love what you no, do. I, on the Big Brother I appreciate Jake. I appreciate any love I get, no matter. Yeah, Canada, man. I'm telling you, Canada, and now Thunder <laughs> Alley, and Barstow in San Diego. But <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. But yeah, you were getting love in Thunder Alley, man. You might have to That's make cool. an appearance, man. You might have to make an appearance. No, shout know? out to the Charger fans. Shout out to the Charger fans. I respect everybody that reps their team. And if you're repping them hard, even through all that mess, then <laughs> I, I definitely have respect for you. I'm just not one of those people. I'm sorry. I'm just not one of those people. I, I understand, man. But speaking of which, you know, it is football season. You know, yes. we're, we're, we're less than 20 days away or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And... We are Charger fans, even though you hate the city they play in, and a lot of people do. You know, even with the injury to Derwin James, you know, next man God, up is the mentality. That was rough. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and it's expected. That one, was rougher. that one was rougher than Melvin right now. I'm not lying. Yeah. That, yeah. One, was, that one was rougher. Because defense, yeah. our defense is looking nice. It's really looking and, nice. And, he, and he's, he's the catalyst. You know, he leads yes. that, that group in that sense. He you know does. what I mean? He's, he does. So him going down was that was a big blow. That was a, was a big blow. It was a big blow, but they're saying he'll be back around November, um, which is a good thing. I think that's wonderful. And but next man up, we got people that can step up and play because they're built for this. The Chargers every single year get one of these crazy injuries or something crazy happening, and they seem to bounce back every time. But with him going down, and what I saw yesterday with Perriman, you know, just busting through the line and, and knocking fools and putting snot bubbles on them, hitting them so hard. Right. I still think this team, minus the running game, because of, you know, Melvin and all that other stuff, I still think this team could compete and do something and, and make some noise in the postseason. Oh, yeah. I mean, any team, I think, that kind of keeps their core group, you know, together. There's not a lot of movement, no, you know, no right. guys that you have to get used to and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh you know what I mean? I think that's always going to be beneficial. That's just going to be huge uh, mm -hmm. for you throughout the season. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And But this is kind of my thing with the Chargers. This is like our story, like <laughs> almost every few years. It's like we build this team up to a championship level. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be our year. We're getting all this praise, not you know, not just from fans, but you see it on TV and everything. So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then we, we come up short or – we start losing guys because, you know, our office, our front office just won't pay guys. Now, with the Melvin Gordon situation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I'm have I love Melvin. I really yeah, do. Same. Like that that right now is like he's one of my favorite players on the team. But it's really hard for me to look at a guy that's coming out of a rookie season. You haven't played I don't even know if he's 
played a full season. I'm trying to think if he has or not. Mm-hmm. But it, when you're getting up around like bail money and you know <laughs> these guys that have like put in a lot of time and a lot of hard work, right? And that's what you're asking for now. I was me personally, I have a hard time like accepting that. Right. It, I think 10 million is a pretty damn good offer. I think you so know too. I mean? Yes. So. And and I don't know how you can't work some incentives in there, and and so that maybe you make that extra money on the back end. Exactly. You know what I mean. So, but it's it's just a shame because you know I mean <laughs> when you got <laughs> when you got Jerry, listen, when the span I'm sure the Spanos are sitting there twiddling their thumbs, like you know where are we going? We're going to do. But then when you watch something like Jerry Jones, who gets interviewed and straight, <laughs> <laughs> straight hits the you know the cameras with Ziku. Yeah, that that kind of yeah. has to yeah. make you feel a little bit better as an owner. Be like, all right, <laughs> if he's gonna say some shit like that with Zeke, you know what I mean? I don't think we can hold out on Melvin. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's that's such disrespect. Imagine you go to work, right? You're nine to five, and they'd be like, "Well, um, Jake is late," you know, blah blah blah, and it's like, Jake who who or Paul Paul who? Man, that would that would be like the ultimate disrespect. I would be mad too. So you know what? Hey man, when you write the checks, that's kind of what he's saying. Like, hey, you know what I mean? I write the checks, so you could just be out of a job, homie. You know what I mean? So I I thought that was just another boss. I I look at those and I'm like, that's boss. That's a boss move. That's true. Because there's not a lot of other owners that would have done that. They would have been like, oh, you know, he's doing good, and we hope that he'll be paired up with Zeke, and we'll be running for a championship. You know, they would have spun it in, in a very positive and textbook way, but not Jerry Jones, bro. <laughs> like, that was so bad. But I'm telling you, that gives owners who are kind of in the same situation, mm-hmm. or maybe you're going to be there, their balls just got that much bigger because yep. of that. Yep. I'm not lying. They they now feel like, okay, if Jones can come out and say that with mm-hmm. Zeke, and fuck that. We are, we're <laughs> definitely going to do that with Melvin, and we're definitely going to do that with, you know, the next guy who's, you know, a tad down. Or lower, so yeah, that that didn't help Melvin's. No, no, and, and, <laughs> that didn't help Melvin uh, at all. You, so I'm telling you, I want to like. I wish I owned a team and I could do that to a holdout. Just that's boss. I don't care. I met Jerry Jones. I got to do some work with him when I worked at Fox Sports Radio. He's one of the nicest guys in the world. Like I went to Cowboys training camp one year. Okay, two years actually, two years in a row, two, three years in a row, and every time, hey, uh, Jake. Uh, you like the setup here? It's, it's a good. Uh, it's a terrible impersonation, I know, but <laughs> hey, you Dallas Cowboys want to welcome you to training camp. Let like, your white come out. Get your. <laughs> I gotta put on some <laughs> cowboy boots, man. But, <laughs> but like, let your inner, let that inner white come out. <laughs> <laughs> let too much of it come out. I'm like, no, no, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I want, I want sponsors one day. Oh, <laughs> but, but <laughs> man. You're so stupid. <laughs> See, I never forgot what I was going to talk about. Jerry Jones took care of us, man. Like, and he has a deal with Pepsi, so you know it was hard for me to drink that. But it was free, and I was like in the hotel room. It was there. It was there at the broadcast center. It, like it was everywhere. And he was just like, "Did you eat? Would you like to have some food?" Like, it, uh, just the nicest guy. So, and you gotta really piss that guy off to to, to say Zeke who. <laughs> nicest guy in the world but here's the thing i get it if you outplay your contract as any athlete but you should honor it because that's what you signed that's what you signed you know 
if you prove yourself, because a lot of these guys, they'll outplay their contracts, they'll do very well, they'll do all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, they get that fat contract next year, they just don't, they don't go all out. They're not motivated. They got paid, especially if it's guaranteed. You know, but I think with Melvin, you know, and this holdout, he's getting some very bad advice. He should just go to camp. Yeah, it's cool. He's in San Diego wearing Charger gear, working out and stuff like that. I get all that. That's great. That's wonderful. However, you're not at the practice field. Camp is already over. They're playing season, you know, preseason games already. And mm-hmm. you're, so you're not, in play, you're, not, you're not in game shape. You're not going to be right. in game shape if you say, you know what, I'm going to sign today. You know, you're not that much of a veteran like, say, a Phillip Rivers could pull that off, not even do training camp and still be fine. You know, right. he's not that guy. And, but I still think, you know, next man up, the, the offense is good enough to go where they need to go. But I'm tired of these athletes holding out, man. I, I get it. But, like, don't hold out when you sign the deal. That's just well, how it I is. Think we, we, yeah, and I think we talked about this once before, which yeah. is like you're going into your contract year. That's understandable. Right. You know what I mean? I, I understand that a little bit that just you want to work that deal and get that done. So mm-hmm. you'll maybe pull this. But like in Zeke's case, man, you got two more years on your shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go yeah. play a year and then have this conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you have a chance right now to make your argument even stronger if you come out and have a bomb, you know, a bomb year. So mm-hmm. it's like you haven't done shit. That that's my my problem is sometimes these guys haven't done anything. Was it coming off like a major injury and now they want this like big contract? And I get it mm-hmm. to a sense of like, well, my health is in jeopardy now, so I definitely right. want, you know, the coverage. But you still gotta go perform. You still gotta do this stuff. So, you know, I know contracts can get really tricky. Like you can put so much verbiage and all this, you know, incentives yeah. into it. <laughs> it gets it gets nuts. But in my opinion, that's kind of how these both these almost need to be worked out right now. Like they need to get a really decent base pay. And then somehow mm-hmm. they need to work out incentives to where like, yeah, listen, you, we do think you're worth it. But when you get that, you got to get there to get it. You right, know what I mean? Right. And, and then we'll we'll start kicking you down with all that shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, and I, and I think both those guys are capable of doing it and, and having a really, you know, amazing contract in the process. But if you, you know, that's just not how football's built. Football's built with like, yeah. no, I need big contract guaranteed money right now because my career could be over the minute I step on that field. Right, right. You know what I mean? I, I and that, that sucks for the, the franchise because they're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's their answer to that. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could be done as soon as you step on and now we're out, you know, 100 mil. Yep, exactly right. You know. So it, it, it sucks. I, I see both sides of it, but at the same time, you know, it's like if you really love this game and you're really trying to get back on the field and you really think you're worth, then let's let's show it. Like, get up there and let's show it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because your fans are always going to be probably your biggest, you know. Yeah. They're always going to be the ones that almost decide sometimes your fate. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they're going to make it hard on the franchise if they let you go and stuff like that. But right now, listen how you're talking. And you're a huge Charger fan. Next yeah. man up. Next man you up. You know what I mean? And we Just because I'm, I'm used to it. I'm used to it. And, and here's you know the thing. I, mean? I talked. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was talking to one of these, one of the OG veterano hardcore Charger fans, and we got to talking about. It was like totally off subject about football, right? And so he's like, "You know, man, I'm telling you like this, bro. I'm telling like this. What do? It's like this. It goes down like this, eh? If you're a Charger fan." You're not sensitive, eh? Because you're used to being made fun of. You're used to, like, people telling you you ain't shit. You're used to people telling you that, you know, you suck. You hear these stupid Raider fans talking about, hey, man, look at my championships, eh? 
man, they had championships since I was young, vato. And I'm like, you know what, man? You're, damn, you're right. You're right. It takes a certain person to be a fan of this team, man. You know, and I still think they'll do great, you know, but who am I? What do I know? I'm just the guy with a microphone and a loud voice. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they'll be fine, man. But Yeah, I think I think they have a great chance to still have a good year and, you know, so. Right. We'll see. I can't wait. September's always exciting because I'm always looking forward to football and then it gets even better in October because basketball right. comes back. So <laughs> this is my favorite time of the year coming up. I swear to God. <laughs> well, I'll say this, P. You still get love at Thunder Alley even though you hate L.A. <laughs> <laughs> you like the Lakers even though they're based in L.A. Yeah, I mean, you might as well be a Dodger fan next. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, two of your three teams are in L.A. Well, I know you can't stand baseball, but, you know, just jump <laughs> on the bandwagon, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Not one of those people either. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a bandwagoner, man? No? Not at all? No. Not even a little bit? No? So, so if the Dodgers win, you don't want to go on a parade with me or hang out or no? Nah, man. You're going to have to roll with somebody that's down with that cause. Oh, I got a few of those people that get hang with me. That's cool. Yeah. Fine. Well, I thought we were friends, man. I thought you support whatever <laughs> I support. <sighs> now, no, now, so, you, go ahead. I support what? the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that you do. You, I think you've listened to every single one. There's like four people that have done that. Seriously. Nah, for sure. I have. I, I, I listen to them all. Okay, in episode three, what did I say around the seven seventeen mark? Oh shit, I ain't gonna re tell you shit. That's, that's exactly what I said, Paul. Good job. I said that. I'm not gonna don't tell go you. that far. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. <laughs> I don't even remember what I say right now until I listen back. Like, damn, I said that. Damn, that was stupid. <laughs> I lo- I love the last one. Spicer was. Thank you, man. Amazing. Thank you. You know yeah. that that kid had me ready to run through a damn wall. You know, yeah, I, I, he's a good kid. And How can it not? Yeah. How can something like that not? I mean, like, you you know, puts life into perspective. It puts your hardships into perspective. Right. You hear something like that or hear somebody go through something like that. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. when he's not, like, at practice, he's working out. When he's not working out, he's watching film. When he's not watching film, he's on a podcast or a TV show or an interview talking about football. So, I mean, right. this kid is like, he, I say he's a kid. I'm, you know, he's 28. But hey. this kid is somebody needs to pick him up. I mean, like yeah, ta- talent aside, like character. Yeah, that could <laughs> be a lot. Yeah, you want that in your locker room, you locker room yes. too. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He's not gonna give so. up on any play. I mean, for a kid, when I tell him asking him stupid questions that I ask him, what you gonna purchase? You know, when you make the team, my first tackle. Like, dude, don't even care. Like, <laughs> give him a plate of food and a place to sleep, and that dude will just ball out. He doesn't care. He's football twenty four seven. You know, and, and, and how can yeah, you not love that? That's definitely somebody that's probably always going to stay hungry. Absolutely. No matter what. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and I, humble and everything. And that's, it, they better take a hard look on whether or not they want that guy to go shine somewhere else. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, because like he's in the draft pool for the XFL. And I think that's yeah. great, you know, if the, it doesn't work. But if, if the Chargers don't sign him, which I think would be a big mistake, you know, somebody in the NFL is watching. He's making noise. You know, there's a movement out there, hashtag sign Jer- uh, Jeremiah Spicer. And I, I get a hand a, a hold of that shirt. I'm going to sport it and put it all over the internet. But for sure. this kid is amazing. And I'm, thanks for, for, for mentioning that because, you know, I mean, 
I've been in similar situations as him, you know, having to dig in trash cans for aluminum cans and stuff like that. And so right. to hear his story and hear that it didn't bother him at all, you know, it just made it great. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it was yeah. just, you know, such a pleasure to interview the kid and you know, I even like hit me back like, "Hey man, was that okay?" Like he's, <laughs> I was like, it was amazing. I was like, "Man, I'm trying to keep up with you." You're like DOS effects, bump stickity, bump stickity, but like you know, I kinda, <laughs> <laughs> passionate. But, yeah, no, nah, exactly, and that's what I love because you know I've dealt with athletes in the 19 years I've done radio, and some of them I'm interviewed, some of them I've like you know produced the interview, and some of these cats are like not inspired. You know, there there's a certain NBA players are the worst at this. Uh, you know, bas- football players are pretty good. Baseball players are dead on. Hockey guys are nice. NASCAR guys are nice. But the NBA, man, those cats, because they sleep late, and they'll agree to do a morning show, and then they get mad when you call. I can tell you there's one retired guy that used to wear number three with cornrows. Won't name his name. You know, um, people love him. Won't name his name. Played in a city in Pennsylvania. Won't name his name. We called him. I'm not naming names, not naming names, okay? But <laughs> but we asked them. <laughs> we called his hotel room. We knew his alias. He gave it to us. And as soon as I called, I said, Mr. <clears throat> Where's number three? I said, um, I'm just calling to remind you, you know, it's 15 minutes to your interview. What motherfucking interview? Ain't nobody told me about no motherfucking interview. I said, um, Mr. number three. Um your agent, motherfuck my agent. He knows I'll be motherfucking sleeping. Don't motherfucking call me no more. I'll bust your ass when I see you. Click. He's in the Hall of Fame now. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, this guy may or may not did say those things to me when I called his hotel room. <laughs> He's not the first NBA player, you know. But, hey, maybe the cornrows were too tight that morning. I don't know, man. But <laughs> then the agent was like, how did it go? I was like, well, Mr. Number Three didn't want to do anything. And I was a motherfucker the whole time he talked to me. So he's like, oh, we'll get him on again. I said, no, we're good. I don't want to call him no more. It's okay. And I was like, it's not okay. <laughs> so these guys, the NBA players are the worst, man. But that's why it was fun to interview Jenna. Too bad. It, it, it happens all the time. You know, I could tell you about, you know, people that played for our favorite team that were 8 and 24, um, that right. were mean to me, but whatever, you know, I'm, I'll get over it. No, I have, I have a, I have stories too. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I, I'll give you guys a story right now. Yes. P- we, story time with P-Dub. Cue, yes, please. Cue the fucking music. Cue the fucking music. <laughs> Boom. It's on. There you go. <laughs> we no, cue um, that song, bitch. There you go. Right. So, so here we go. So it's senior year. Oh, uh, okay. where the coaches took us down to a Laker game for the Lakers versus Utah. Uh-huh. And uh, got to meet Chick Hearn. We're, we're getting in our seats early, you know, watching shoot around. I look over, Chick Hearn is sitting in a booth mm. by himself, chilling. Right. I ran over there, got his autograph, got to talk with him. It was like the highlight of the whole fucking trip. Yes. But surprise at the end, coaches get us down out in front of the locker room. Mm-hmm. or whatever so when players come out and stuff like that so we're like hyped right and in general one of our one of our teammates or one of my teammates mm-hmm. i won't say his name i'll just ad okay <laughs> and uh anyway he was he was a jordan fan okay but he had like 
he had a lot of respect for Carl Malone. He was he was feeling he liked oh, Carl Malone's game or whatever, I never right? Never liked that song. So Carl mm. Malone comes out of the locker room with John Stockton, mm-hmm. and he's he's they're just walking there, ignoring pretty much everybody, you know, reaching out and stuff. But <laughs> AD gets through the gate like the, the you know those metal big ass mm-hmm. gates. He kind of mm-hmm. wiggles his way through this gap and steps right in front of these two. They're literally like maybe five <laughs> feet away from walking out the exit. Okay. And he and he stands, boom, stops right in front of Malone. He's like, Carl Malone, I'm a fan. Can you sign my thing? And Malone just basically just was like, nah, bro. And just kind of moved him out of the way. Oh, like, you seriously? Know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he gets to the door and AD turns back. He's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> like, just super loud. Like, dude. Oh John, man. Okay, Malone was like already out the door, but he heard it and stopped. Stockton was like <laughs> right in the door and turned back and looked at AD like, "Really, kid?" You know, gave him that whole look. Yeah. But you know, but I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot because it was loud. Like he didn't hold back. He said it loud enough that all the coaches were like, "AD, get behind the gate!" Because that's when everybody realized, like he wasn't even on the other side of the gate. Wow. So, dude, funniest fucking shit ever. That's I hilarious. Dying. I love it. But that that was just that made me hate Carl Malone even more. I didn't like Carl Malone even more yeah, after that. Yeah, and even when it like, came to the Lakers, I was I was like, why, why? Yeah. I hated oh, him. I hated it. I'm not gonna get it. But he's gonna hunt them. little Mexican girls, so, according to you know, dude. Yeah. Kobe should have bust him in the mouth. The, you know, there was a few. I'm not gonna say it was just Carl Malone. There was a lot of players that just kind of oh, yeah, dude, they're the worst. All those kids and and us include you know us kids and stuff. <laughs> Or whatever, but then there was other guys that came out where that were just like you know, like uh, Felton Spencer yeah, at the time. Yeah, and listen, man, this dude's I, this was before Shaq. Yeah, Felton Spencer, Felton Spencer was huge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a huge man. I could not get over the size of that dude, but yeah. he was hella nice, man. Right. He yeah, signed, yeah, he's a good he signed guy. Signed a shitload of autographs. That's I'm like, cool. I know, yeah. So it was cool like that, and I got Worthy's. Worthy came out and signed, which I thought was funny because I know you had an incident. <laughs> with Jay's worthy one time where you tried to heat him up in the parking lot, I think one time you went to a game with your dad. Yes. And he and he blew you off. He blew me off and told my dad. Because you know my dad's not scared of anybody. My dad's like, hey! Hey motherfucker! We paid a hundred and something dollars for these seats. You better sign my son's piece of paper. And Worthy looks back and all of a sudden he's like I'm sorry, kid. You know, I was in a hurry. Here, here, let me sign this for you. And then he couldn't have been nicer after that. But thanks to my dad, my dad was like ready to beat his ass. <laughs> no. uh, I don't think my dad did it. Because, well, I, I'm sure it's because he loved me, but he paid a hundred and some dollars for them tickets and fell right. asleep at the game. But, you know, he's <laughs> he, like, Dad, huh? Man, it's the Clippers. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll win by 30. It was 22. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's a new Clippers now. You know, I just got to say that. It's a new Clippers. It's a new era. Company man, shout out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. My dad screamed down James Worthy <laughs> and um, scared him to death. So <laughs> but that was good times. But yeah, that's cool that he signed everything. And um, Michael Cooper was nice, too. He signed an autograph for me. And we share a birthday. So April 15th. Oh, that's cool. Whoa, whoa. So yeah. So Sorry for the both of you. What's what, what's with all the heat? Because of tax day, I'm sure he got a bike. I didn't get my bike till May. He probably he probably hates it more because he's a, he was in the forty percent. <laughs> well, you do work in the tax room. You would know. You would know. Oh my 
my God, you're funny, bro. I love you, man. I love you to death, bro. <laughs> yeah, he probably was pissed. Like, man, my, my mother, man. Me, it was like, next month, Jake, uh, you'll get your bike. Dad, thanks. I love you, son. It's me, Dad. What's up? You ain't getting no motherfucking bike, man. You know how to pay taxes this month? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> get your ass out of here. Go, go to that white boy's house. Go play some basketball <laughs> with your fat ass. Like, love you, Dad. <laughs> Oh, my dad's going to meet me in my dreams and beat my ass. <laughs> uh, it's coming off the rails, man. Let me stop. So, AP, thanks for the story. Always. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for your charger. <laughs> thanks for your charger analysis and your Laker analysis. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I can't contain myself right now. But um, just know um, the check's in the mail. The the if you go on Five North Bolt, you'll get a ride here. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shout out to FiveNorthBolt.com. If you want to take a ride for your Chargers, don't want to be in that LA traffic. Micro brews. We got. Make, okay, let me stop. But Five North Bolt, yo, they employ me. All right. So look, I love having you on as always. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Thanks for doing for it. Me, man. Yeah, always, it's always a pleasure. It's always an open invite. And um, you know, people keep asking, does P have any more stories about? Dumb stuff I've done. And I'm like, he's already told you no. I, you know. <laughs> so shut up and stop asking me. You know, um, I don't say shut up, but I do in my head. But, like, there's no stories. There's nothing left. There's nothing left. So stop trying to go to the well that's dry. All right? We'll create new memories. We're trying to create new memories here, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll do something like pissing a water fountain or something in Vegas and get arrested. And then he could tell the story. But then yeah. I might be jobless, so I, you know, I'm a little more conservative <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, I got kids to feed and stuff like that, man. I got rent to pay and bills, man. I can't be doing exactly. nothing too crazy, but you know, it's it's always a good <laughs> man. Where am I going? All right, look, P. I'm, I'm just let you go. Bye, P. <laughs> All right, peace out. This is the part of the podcast where Jake is mad. Dang! Just because I'm loud doesn't mean I'm mad. I'm not mad. Damn. Yo, big bro, Jake. Tell us why you're mad, son. All right, I'm going to tell y'all why I'm mad right now. I am tired of going on every account on Instagram, whether it's famous people, rappers, entertainers, artists, singers, whatever, or my friends that are living down the block from me. You know why I'm upset? Because all of y'all are sheep. Y'all are posting those stupid Instagram rules that eh, I don't give them permission. I don't let them do this. I don't do that. No, you're not allowed to use my pictures for public uh, blah, blah, blah. You know what? You agreed to let them use anything they wanted when you first signed up. That's how dumb it is. And I just can't believe people that I hold in high regard, friends, or high regard, celebrities, or high regard, people of, you know, higher education, posting this stupid stuff. Do your research. When you signed up, that's what you signed up for. And let me tell you something else. If you have Apple products or if you have whatever, they have access to your stuff anyways. So I'm telling you right now, you're already under surveillance. They already have the rights to your stuff. They can do whatever they want with it. And you can't do anything about it unless you delete your account. But, but, if somebody's reposted it, if somebody's shared it with other people, guess what? They still have the rights to it. So... Don't waste your time. Stop posting that stupid reminder of tomorrow, I don't give permission, and go back to posting pictures of your poorly littered room with the food on it, which I'm 
By the way, I'm better at posting food pictures than a lot of y'all. So I'm just saying like this. Stop being a sheep. Be a shepherd. Come on now. Be smart about it. Enough of all that. Jesse Dallas Child from Family Lisa Cookies next. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. All right, usually around this time, I do my read for some of the best cookies I've ever had in my life. But I don't have to do that this time because the one and only Jesse Childs is in studio from FabulistaCookies.com. Jesse, welcome to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Booyaka, thank you. And <laughs> if I may correct you, that is Jesse Dallas Childs. Ooh! Yes, honey, yes. yes. Let I, me flip my non-existent <laughs> hair. <laughs> I've been corrected. So, Jesse Dallas Childs. Yes. I should know that. You should. A l- little inside, um, Jesse and I have known each other a very, very, very long time. Um, I'm so proud of everything she's done and and what she's accomplished. And I love food, too. So (laughs) (laughs) how did you come up with the concept of making Fabulista cookies? Well, the cookie situation, I've always baked. There you go. (laughs) My mama, she was a great cook and a great baker. She was, But um, after she passed, it was just kind of a way for me to stay connected to her. Okay. So I did it more of like a leisure thing. And I would have people say, oh, you should sell your cookies. But I didn't want anybody around me, even when I baked. <laughs> so I, I was I was not in that mind frame of making it into a business because I thought, this is my downtime. If I turn it into a work, then it's going to yeah. take away from right. my special little bonding. <laughs> um, but what, hap- what happened was <laughs> my husband... He he was he's my number one fan, by the way, and my as chief should be. and my chief taste tester. That's right, lucky <laughs> man. He says as it shows, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he had secretly made a big order for me, and then ah. said, "Oh, by the way, you need to fill this." So <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of got pushed into the business. Ah. So I thought, okay, well. If I'm going to do this, it's got to have a cute name that reflects me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm about everything sparkly. And yes. I thought, what is something that sounds unique? Because, you know, no no shade to people who throw their name into it or whatever, you know. Like, like the Jesse's. Big Brother Jake podcast. Hey. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff. No, but like, you know, Jesse's Cookies. It just doesn't have that much of a ring to, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm doing. So right. I thought. Fabulista cookies. I mean, guys, I'm fabulous, honey. And, you know, they you are. Re- yeah, yes. Yeah, no, speak on it. That. Speak on it. <laughs> so <laughs> they just, it, it really, it, it kind of, what would you say, amplified who I am. Yes. It, it, per- personified yes, everything yes, you're yes, about. Yes. yes. That makes so sense. So that, that, that's how it happened. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. So with that being said, so the first order that your husband mm-hmm. made sure took place sneaky yes <laughs> that's 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 love though that's love <laughs> and he was willing to put die you out for, for like, that <laughs> yes uh-huh. yeah <laughs> so after you make the big order mm-hmm. and you get you know all the the results and, mm-hmm. and all the testimony and how good it is did that kind of like amp you up as far as like oh you know maybe i can make this something big maybe i can do something, you know. Absolutely, I was gassed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? People gonna pay for this?" What? <laughs> so yeah, and but one of the major deterrents for me initially is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It is a much older house from the '50s. Got you. And 
they don't have, you know, nice little kitchen setup. <laughs> so the the space was really tight and I have a little baby, she's a year old at this time and you know, she want to taste test everything with her little <laughs> grimy fingers. So I have to like herd her away right, and, right. Um, figure out space for things cooling and setting up and mm-hmm. I'm a one woman show. Yes. So my husband is very good at trying to get orders, but he ain't helping <laughs> me fill them, you know. <laughs> so it, it became a lot of work, but it was a deterrent and kind of like something that you and I were talking about is just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. And a lot of times God will bless you where you're at. So if you can grow in the little space that you're in, mm-hmm. a lot of times God will expand your territory and he will make a way for you then to do what he is assigned. Training you to do, and you're definitely taking advantage of that. I am, you know, and you're working at it. And and I tell you right now, for those that don't know, and I always say it a thousand times, she is the official cookie of Five North Bolt, Woo-hoo. which is somebody I'm affiliated with, <laughs> and also, of course, the Big Brother Jake podcast. Big Brother Jake, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do have to have to break in a little bit. Oh, yeah, I have a little bit of a chief complaint with you. What what I do now? Well, we, I, look, you don't have my little. Uh, Burr friend Quentin Who? to oh oh don't you do that Who? Who? yeah who's this Quentin dude oh <laughs> we gonna do that okay oh we are okay well Mr Sizzler hater <laughs> <laughs> since you don't have him here I don't know I, I mean I sent over a writer and I don't see none of my stuff here oh well I don't see we got the, all the brown M and M's like I tried before you got here all brown M and M's I couldn't do that didn't have enough time <laughs> no but I don't see the you know the Dollar Tree scented candles <sighs> i don't see the little baby llama you know support animal that i need i know here. i'm sorry I, i'm sorry i knew that coming in that you were going to do this because it yeah. used to be like that even back in the day when we were <laughs> you know teenagers growing up at san Bernardino. i was so bougie then yeah yeah, yeah totally totally <laughs> like you needed petals like um mm-hmm. coming to america mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. to make sure that we had the, the rose rose birds <laughs> like they're on strike right now because you know <laughs> they don't take soda as a payment and crackers um so we couldn't do that but you know that <sighs> That that's why it's fabulista cookies because you had to make sure you. Sorry, the writer wasn't to your okay. approval. Okay. We did have a parking spot for you. Barely, but okay. I had some water. Mm, tap. I yep. had, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. Room <laughs> <In> temperature. <laughs> and the saltines were good, so don't complain, okay? Yeah, if you, that's were, how we, <laughs> you were cracked, but it was alright. Right. I felt like I was in church getting you know <laughs> communion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we didn't have your writer or Quentin okay, available. Yes, We're Quentin. here to push your wonderful product. Yes, okay. do it. So you have a subscription service to this wonderful venture of yours. Tell us a little more about the types of subscriptions you can uh, purchase and, and what kind of cookies and other baked goods that you provide. Oh, my gosh. You're asking me to actually know my product. I would okay. hope so. You're here to push the product. <laughs> well, I do have a subscription service that uh, was somewhat recently launched. And there's a few tiers to it. You can do monthly. You can do every three months, okay. every six months, yes. or a year. Ooh. Ooh. I know. I got a few of those. A whole year. Yes, honey. They nice. want that. Okay. They want them good goods. <laughs> <laughs> they are good goods though. The cookies, y'all. The cookies. Yeah, the cookies. The cookies. Get 
Try not to gutter. That's right. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we have these different um, options, and there's benefits to each one. Right. So what I would suggest <laughs> is people head over to FabulistaCookies.com yeah. and click on the Cookie Gifts tab. And there, there's all of the uh, <laughs> details there. There's pricing. There's the shipping discounts. And there's the little uh, bonuses for each package that they can choose from. Wow. See, yeah. see, and I put my money where my mouth is. I got the three month subscription. Yes, you did. And you know, because I got to support my peoples, man. Yes. And I'm not, I'm not just here yapping about, oh, these cookies are so good. I have to make sure that you know I test out the product, and I put my money where I, I support small businesses, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and I want to make sure everybody. Gets a taste, you know, and, and we all come up together, you know, you're a black owned business, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a female. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things where I love supporting black owned businesses. I love small businesses. I'm not, you know, green is green and I'm all about the money before anything else. But, you know, I, I am partial to people I care about and people I know and, and they're trying to come up and do something and you got a good thing going on. You know, matter of fact. Was it September 8th? You have something coming up that's huge, yes. you know? Yes. Please do tell. Uh, we're heard in 22 countries, including Los Angeles. Which oh, it could be its own little country. And they're like, dude, you don't know what a country is? I know it's a city. So, <laughs> But Fabulista Cookies is doing something special in the city of Los Angeles in the month of September. Yes. So. Well, it just so happens to also be on my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes, but it is the Black Business Expo. Love it. I am so excited. It is um, hosted by For the Culture, and it's going to be at the Brick House Studios on Western in L.A. Between Normandy and Western. No. Uh, actually, I think it is. <laughs> We're going to see some people from Friday? No. <laughs> I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> so that's going to be on September 8th between 1 and 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. at 5941 Southwestern Avenue in L.A. you got to be 21 and over to drink. So, yes, there's going to be some liquor. Oh, there. man. Mm, shimmy, if I, shimmy, honey. If I was busy that day, I'd be there for sure. But oh, got a little man. thing called what? Five North Bolt oh. that I'm hosting a bus that. Is your, that what it is? Yes, that your cookies will be uh, oh, featured right, on. That's yes, right, yeah. so I can't make it, but you know I'm there in spirit. Just just know I'm there in spirit. Okay. Speaking of which, you know I actually I'm not going to say what it is. Uh oh. But Tell I have us. a little gift, a little raffle, special raffle prize for uh, oh. your your riders. Oh on that day. wow! Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Keep them cozy. I'll just say that. Oh, <laughs> I might know where you're going with that. <laughs> so. I'm a I'm I'm gonna kinda go away from your cookies for a minute because you're somebody that I've known a long time. Mm-hmm. You're somebody that was a big part of my childhood. You know, you're like the life story that I have written for me would not be complete if I didn't say some things about you. Okay. Oh man. And like Jessie's a beautiful woman. I'm gonna tell you right now. She's she's gorgeous, okay? Like every dude in high school wanted her, okay? <laughs> Let's just be honest. And she's a beautiful beautiful woman, all right. You know, she's done some things, though. You know, say what now? Who you been talking to? <laughs> no, not, 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 oh, not okay. <laughs> All right, right. Oh, it never put you on blast like that. But like, you know, you, you you've done some things in the entertainment industry. You know, you've bit. done some TV, done some movies. A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. You want to talk about it? Did I put you I, on the spot right no, now? No, no, no. It's, right. it's perfectly fine. No, okay, um, good. You know, speak I, on it. I, I'm going to speak on it. All right, I then. I had a very, um, what would you say, young hustle. 
Okay. In me. Yeah? In me, yeah. I lived in San Bernardino. Yes, I am. San Bernardino. I lived in San Bernardino. Whoop, whoop. And, of course, all the industry work was out towards L.A. Right. And this is kind of a testament to those who need that little push of just do it and you'll find a way. You'll find right, a way. Right, right. So I wanted to be actress. I'm going to be a model. Uh-huh. I'm do pageants and commercials and all that stuff. <laughs> Only problem is, is I lived way. Yeah. Way, way, way far away 50 from... 50 miles east of L.A. 80 sometimes, depending yeah, on where you're going. Yeah, depending on where you're going. <laughs> and um, I had no way to get out there. My mother would not drive the freeways. Right, right, right. And I would think, God, I need to be out there. So I remember laying on the grass in the front yard, going through the penny saver, and ah, you know where yeah. they're saying, oh, uh-huh. uh, extras for this and <laughs> casting for that. Yeah. So I would submit myself to everything. Then I started getting calls. Oh, yeah, we want you. We want you. And I would wow. book jobs and have no way to get out there. <laughs> oh, I'd be crying and begging my brothers yeah. that did construction work. Uh-huh. Please just take me to L.A. I'll just I'll figure it out, please. <laughs> so that's how I got familiar with the bus system out in L.A. Because mm, my brother yeah. would drop me off at a sister's house that lived in. Uh, she lived in Gardena. She was like, here's a couple of bus tokens. Here's the phone number. Call them. Tell them when you're leaving. Yeah, it's not like you just jump on the internet and look no. it up or your smartphone back then. You know? No, you had to call an yes. 800 number and yep. they would give you that route. <laughs> and say, what time do you want to arrive or what time do you want to leave? And then they would work out <laughs> your schedule. And uh, that's how I figured out. And you start booking one, you yeah. start booking another. And I had a pager at the time. So I'd, 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 no. so I'd have to go and check in and call, you know, the little pay phone. Uh-huh. And, See if I had gotten any other jobs or right. asked my mom or whatever. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. So I worked on the very first episode of Moesha. Oh. That was fun. Okay. Um, I worked, I did a lot of work on uh, Living Single. Yes. Um, hanging with Mr. Cooper. I um, see you in the background. Hey, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? The first movie that I worked on was. Um, Sergeant Bilko. Yes. That was great. That seemed like it'd be a lot of fun to work on that movie. It was. And you know, Steve Martin, he was one of those people that was so down to earth. Like there's separate eating for, you know, the background and for the actors. (laughs) And he came and he sat with us. Oh, see, that's cool, man. And uh, Chris Rock stayed in his trailer. So we ain't going to talk about that. How much for one reason? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, but it, it was, it was a lot of fun, but had I not just done it just do it right and figure it out when you're you know running yeah I wouldn't have these stories I wouldn't have that history and I always tell people I've lived a lot of different lives right and that's just one of them uh-huh. so uh, being in the entertainment industry and doing some commercials or and even you can look at it as small change and you know, oh, no, oh you just even. did no no oh, no you just did no but guess what how many people are looking at that Can't wishing right. that they could just right. do and i did you know <laughs> the one thing that tripped me out like and i'll never forget this and I, i've never told you this okay and there's something else i'm gonna tell what you, you saw that me you in the h-town video is that one I knew about that one okay, because okay, you told okay. me you booked that. Okay, yeah. The St. Ives commercial. Oh, Just yeah. hit the corner store. And I'm like, oh, I already like the St. Ives because it's Nate Dogg. Who do I see dancing in the back? I'm like, oh, my God. That's my girl. Like, I know her. Yeah, yeah, that was me. That was me with the ponytail. Yeah, I was like, man, she over there. She didn't even let me know. I wanted to go to the party. And let I want to have you, fun. I wasn't even supposed to be on that set because I was Ooh. 17. And they said, tell them you're 21. <laughs> so I said, okay. But when you were 17, you didn't look 21, though. 
No, I didn't. I'd I mean, I got that wrong. When you were, yeah, no, no I said that's that right. right. Okay, yeah. yeah, and I'm sober, I promise. <laughs> but, <laughs> but allegedly, no, allegedly, but no, and that's the thing. Even though you were doing all that work and you were you were booking stuff, like you were always down to earth. You know, San Bernardino strong. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. made sure, you know. And, and what I loved about you was that nothing got to your head. Uh-huh. You know, you you always maintain the friendship. And I'm going to tell you something I've never told you. I may even cry over this one. Okay. Oh, Lord. All right. There used to be a time where y'all always had the um those yellow tomatoes that mm-hmm. you, you grow at the house or whatever. Yeah. And I always loved them. You always give me big bags of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take them home and I would eat them all day long and put them in burgers and sandwiches on the street. <laughs> I love to eat. Some country. <laughs> but it's all right. You it's know? good. It's good. So... I was having a really bad um, week or month. Like I was, my mom was going through some stuff. I was going through some stuff with my mom. Uh, my dad wasn't around, whatever. And I had some really, really bad thoughts of doing some bad things to myself. Really bad things. And I didn't have a lot of friends in San Bernardino because you know I lived in Barstow, California, hmm. and I moved there. I think this was maybe ninth or tenth grade, all right. And I was really thinking about doing something really stupid. <laughs> with some pills and I was like if no one calls me I'm gonna do it and if they don't call me by I think it was 12 o'clock and like at 11.53 you call me you better stop I'm dead serious look at God no 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 I'm telling you I'm dead serious I said nobody calls me by noon I'm taking these pills I'm gonna do it I'm not happy you called me and said get on the bus bring your ass down here well you wouldn't say it. bring your butt down say, here wait, <laughs> bring your mother no <laughs> bring your butt down here you know we'll, we'll hang out you know got some more tomatoes for you um, come through and I almost didn't want to do it but and I know I shocked you with this I, yeah you did not know. I'm flabbergasted right now <laughs> but you saved my life wow you saved my life because I was gonna do something stupid and you said are you alright I said I'm okay and you knew me and you're like you're not okay can you come down here? Please come down here. And I was like, all right, I'll be there. I'll be there in like an hour. And I got there, took my two buses to get to your house because we live kind of far from each other. And uh, yeah, yeah, you did that. Wow. Yeah, geez. you did that. What? And I thought that was like, okay, that's a sign. That's a friend. And then you saw me and we just kind of threw on some music because we love music and we just <laughs> kicked it, you know, at the kitchen table. And, and But you did that. like, I, I, <laughs> And I thank you for that. You didn't even oh know what you did, but... Yeah, it was a bad time. I remember because I was in my bathroom and I, I I had all these pills and I'm like, man, I'm not happy with life right now. I'm not making friends here. This this city's not where I want to be. And then like you made that call. I was like, that's God's work right there. Man, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, 100. percent I'm so humbled in hearing that because you just you I never to throw it know. On you like that. I know you dirty rat. <laughs> you gonna be so mad at me when we end this. <laughs> You just, you never know. And sometimes you have to really listen. Whether you realize why you're doing it or not, right. you you really have to listen and go with some promptings that you have. Because yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of, you know, because I, I'm good at disguising things like we yes, talked you about. Are. <laughs> you are. You magician, you. Putting up fronts for people. <laughs> anyway, but... Yeah, it was it was like a tough time, and my mom was had her demon. She was battling, and it just wasn't fun. Nothing was fun yeah. no more. And you know, even while music wasn't fun, nothing was fun. Like I get straight A's in school, but I was just like, it doesn't matter. I don't care no more. And I said, I ain't got no friends here. I ain't, whatever. And 
you came through that phone call and that yeah. phone call like changed everything and after that i was like man i'm happy you know i, I know at least one person cares and then like then san bernardino for me became dope because i was the kid from out of town nobody knew the half-breed kid you know the half-white <laughs> kid with the mom that's kind of black but we don't know at least she acts it but she's not trying to act like that you know? <laughs> but yeah you did that and i've always valued our friendship because of that but you didn't know and i i y'all i'm not even kidding i completely threw this on her she had no idea i, I, was gonna bring I this up. did not know you know because <laughs> because it's so taboo when you talk about stuff like that but, and it shouldn't know, be. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be. You know, and, and with you saying this, there's, I'm finding how common these thoughts, these actions yeah. are. Yeah. I've been there too. Yeah. And, and and not just once. Right, right. You know, so, uh, but to hear you say this. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to you. No, I, no, no. It's no. good radio though. <laughs> <laughs> for the ratings, for the ratings. <laughs> for ratings. <laughs> no, but it, it, it blesses me. It blesses me because... Mm -hmm. It reinforces the thought that when God prompts you to do something, mm -hmm. when the Holy Spirit prompts you to do something, do it. Yeah. Or for whomever is spiritual, whatever that inner voice. The universe, okay, whoever the you believe in. Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> it's God right here. That's right. That's right. Today it is. No, but um, there's purpose behind it. And you don't mm -hmm. always have to understand why you need to do something. Right. Just do it. Mm hmm just, just do, do it. it. Just do it. Just we were talking about it. that. Yeah. Just do it. You know, and that's the thing. That, and that's why I'm so proud of you with this this Aww. venture of Fabulous to Cookies. Because you took a chance and then you you had somebody that, that loves and cares for you. And they believed in you, your husband, Mel. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a saint, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> am I lying? Am I lying? Am I speaking no, uh, falsehoods no, most, right now? Most days he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the days and ends and why he's not, but you know, most yeah. days he's all right. But you know, you took that that plunge, that leap of faith, and it, it motivated me to do some things. You know, honestly, honestly, because I'm like, look at she's doing it. She's out there advertising, doing everything on her own. You know, I'm like, maybe I should do a podcast. You know, I have my my spiritual my my, my mentor, and then I see you doing things, and like she's bold, she's doing it, and it tastes good too, and it tastes good too. <laughs> it tastes good too. Yeah, I watch all of Lucy. I get <laughs> <laughs> and so you're an inspiration too, and Thank you. and 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 I admire you. You know, and that's why I say you will be more famous than Amos. These cookies will be everywhere. You will be. So rich, you'll forget about us little people, you know. I'm, I'm not so. little. I'm Look. not little. <laughs> <laughs> She's fabulous, y'all. I hope so. <laughs> I don't remember none of y'all. <laughs> I don't forgot you even before the cookies. Like, nah. But no, like, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. And 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 I admire the hell out of you. Yeah. And I love you to death. And I'm so happy for everything that you're doing. And I support anything you're pushing right now or, or tomorrow. You know, she makes brownies too. And these, these brownies, yo, these brownies are off the hook. Like, they're regular brownies, you I freaks. was going to say, Because you get a lot of orders for that. I do. I get a lot of requests. <laughs> no, and I don't get orders for them. Well, well that's what I mean. Requests, I get a lot requests, of requests. Yes. They're like, um, is these medicated? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I don't have that recipe. Well, you know, I'll just I might could, but I don't right now. <laughs> I'll sprinkle some Tylenol on it if you want the medicinal. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> you, don't knock it until you try. No, never, never that, never that. But yeah, that's the thing, you know, you got a great thing going on and that's why I'm so glad that Five North Bolt, yes. the official transportation service of the Big Brother Jake podcast. If you want to go from San Diego to LA and watch Charger Game, Fabulous Cookies will be on board. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> I'll plug away. I'm, I am a plug whore. I don't oh, care. Like, I, I said it. I oh, said it. What are those rates? 
<laughs> Go to the website. No, yeah, well, we'll discuss that off here. But uh, yeah, but you know, I'm so proud of you, and all I see is great things happening for the future, and I will support anything you do. So just know that, and you know, congratulations on all your success. That. Man, thank you so much. I, I've, I've just, I'm honestly very humbled by it. All of this, the <laughs> way that people have been responding to what I make yeah. and just the support given like you're doing. And uh, I mean, the way that you plug FabulistaCookie.com, <laughs> you know, it's amazing because everywhere I look, wherever Big Brother Jake is, I always see the cookies there. That's and right. That warms my heart. You have no idea. Um, well, this, you, you know, because when you're coming from an idea. Yeah. And when the idea starts to manifest and it starts to get legs yep, to it yep, and it's yep. starting to get some, you know, momentum to right. it, it's amazing. And when you are a grateful and humble person, you can stop and just look and really just take it in yeah. and just be amazed by it. And honestly, I, I don't give myself a whole lot of credit. You should, though. <laughs> you should. Because those cookies are amazing. You know what? I'm going to, okay, let me tell you this. I'm going to give me. you a secret as oh. to why. Spill the tea. Mm, Spill the tea. I'm about to mop up some bit. Um, every batch of cookies that I do, I pray over them first. See, and that's why, that's why people love them. I always pray. I love hearing that. That they are the manna to whomever. Oh, man, we're getting deep up in here. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Come bring my handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> got your fan, got your big hat. No, but seriously, I, I, I do pray that it's it's the manna to whomever is receiving the cookies. And for those that are unfamiliar with what manna is, um, it was a substance mm -hmm. that God provided mm -hmm. that it was food for the people. But it had the ability to taste like whatever yes. they needed or wanted. Yes. And so if these cookies give the recipient, the eater, <laughs> um, comfort by way of emotional mm -hmm. comfort or it's giving, there's some nostalgia there. Like, mm -hmm. man, these are just like my mom used to make or my grandma or yeah. my granddad or whatever. If it fulfills that, great. If it's a celebration cookie, great. If mm -hmm. you are full of tears and need a hug from a cookie, <laughs> then let it be that too. Oh, those cookies have done that for me lately. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a manna cookie. And... It, that's kind of my secret as to why they taste. Everybody really knows now. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows now. Get your own manna. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I sincerely pray over each batch of cookies. That's that's amazing. Yeah, and, so. and I love be hearing that story. Be blessed, y'all. Be blessed. Be blessed, y'all. Be blessed. And that you know that's that's amazing story. I love hearing that, and I love that. You, you, you let us in on a little secret. So mm -hmm. thank yeah. you for sharing that secret. Can you tell the people one more time before <clears throat> we end this interview where they could find your most delicious cookies, uh, please? My most delicious cookies can Which be found. all of them are. <laughs> <laughs> on fabulistacookies.com. I'm also on Facebook yes. and Instagram with at... Fabulous cookies. It's very simple. I almost to find couldn't me. figure that out, but you know. Oh Lord Jesus! <laughs> I know I need work. And I'm working on some new flavors. Ooh. I brought. Um, well, let me see. I guess I can tell. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a cookie that 
Big Brother Jake has to test for me and you give know. me some critique, you know. And Twist my arm. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I twisted it with his hand out. So, <laughs> so it's um, banana pudding, which I will call once it's perfected. I'll call it family reunion. Oh, because always family yeah, reunion. Absolutely. You've got them. Absolutely. I also, I for those that are not Ravens fans, close your ears and don't <sighs> be spewing no hate my Especially way. Especially the five North Bolt people. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know. But my husband is a major. Uh, I was gonna say raging. That's what it's called. It's called uh, ra- raging raven. No, it's called no. raving raven. Like Got you're it. a raving uh-huh. raven. Okay. Um, it's a raven cookie. It's a purple velvet with uh-huh. uh, chocolate and white. Well, actually, dark and white chocolate chips. Um, so okay. you'll be testing that. Yes, one. I will. Do it with your eyes closed. You ain't hating on the cookie colors no, and all well, that. Well, I like purple because of the Lakers. You know, so it's just... a different. It's a different purple. Damn it. Okay, no, <laughs> I'll still eat it though. I'm not gonna say no. I'll still eat it. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are a couple that I'm testing. The new releases are the um, tailgate, which yes. also is for subscribers. They have a special and exclusive, oh, exclusive, exclusive menu um, that they get a surprise cookie. Every month. So dope. So dope and so delicious. Dope. <laughs> um, the tailgate will be on the next, well, no, not the next bus, but the, uh, what, the September 8th Yeah, the trip. game one, first, first game kickoff uh, weekend. Yes. Yes. They, those cookies will be on there. So that's kind of a special deal. Nice. Um, but some of the other new flavors is the um, Rainbow Rocks. Which is the fruity pebbles? I don't know about cookie. that one. I know I gotta talk to you, sir. Yeah, we need to talk. Yeah, we gotta talk. Sir. Yeah, I've known you twenty five years. You know, Patty. How long? Three minutes. She's my soul sister. Mm, okay. <laughs> Whatever. But that's that was nah. actually a question that I had for you, Mr. Host. Oh. Yes. Mr. So Host. Fabulista Cookies is looking to develop a uh, custom and signature cookie. Oh well, damn. For Big Brother Jake. Hey! Hey! I'm loving that. I'm shimmying. I'm shimmying, y'all. <laughs> she is, though, for real. Let me look the other way and get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of cute. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, <laughs> let me stop. A little bit. So, <laughs> so what I need to know is what are the type of flavors that you kind of gravitate to and oh, man. what represents the podcast? Well, the podcast is a little bit of everything. Um, so you want a junk cookie? <laughs> I didn't say it was bad stuff. Oh, okay, okay. You know, it's like it's like a good pot of gumbo. You're not gonna get junk ingredients. You're gonna get the finest ingredients and throw them all in one pot. Okay. So I love. You know, this is a free cookie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love chocolate. I love coconut. I love oh. peanut butter. I love um, mint. Like I love a lot of stuff. So like that sounds disgusting <laughs> together. <laughs> It's like toothpaste. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I like um like chocolate anything with chocolate for sure. Okay. I'm with it. Is there a type of chocolate? Um I like dark chocolate. Okay. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I like this one to let you too, you know. <laughs> I don't discriminate, but that's my preference. But um <laughs> yeah, you go that route, you know. And we didn't rehearse this either. Um so <laughs> a- anything like with chocolate, I love. Okay. Anything with coconut, I love it. Okay. Anything with peanut butter, I like it. So, yeah. Oh. Chocolate and peanut butter, I like it. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so, okay. there's, there's some, you know, there's I'm a starter kit right there. Here. I'm getting some ideas There's a here. blueprint. So, yeah, I would be blueprint. honored. It would be my honor. Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna whip something together for you. Yeah. I shall have it for you soon. Can't also, wait. what one of the other things that we offer is our diamond dust. Please talk about the diamond oh. dust before we go. Talk about it. Yes, my mouth is watering. Okay. <laughs> diamond dust is basically edible glitter, but man, does it elevate the cookie? It does. It looks really sharp. It's beautiful. Yeah, it, is. it really zhuzhes it up. Yeah. And these type of cookies, especially with the diamond dust, are great for weddings, um, mm -hmm. bridal showers, whatever kind of special event you have. Even like a girls' night out gathering, Ooh. yeah. Have some just, wine and a cookie. Have some cookies, yeah. <laughs> but it, it just really blings everything up. So yeah, they're they're you, really cool to look ooh, at. <laughs> honey child, if you like them, you know the eye chandeliers, candies, and cookies. Yeah, that's you want. <laughs> you want to you want to add some diamond dust to it because it is beautiful. It is. It is. I could yeah. I could definitely say some testimony about it. It, it. it really makes the cookie enhances the look of it. Yeah, it already looks like. Bomb, and then you throw that 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 glitter on there. Excuse like, me, I'm diamond dust. Diamond <clears throat> dust, yes, yes. Sorry. Well, well, my here's my take on it. Not even cookies want to look basic, so oh, yeah, you got to okay. dress well, them bad boys. That's that, right, honey. but you heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Jesse, I, I really appreciate you coming on yes, the Big Brother Jake podcast, and you know any any. Anything you want to ever like plug or support, you know, you're the official cookie of the podcast, so that's forever. That's forever until you hate my guts. Aww. You know, so that might be next week. I was going to say we're almost there, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got two more podcasts and then we're done. Yes. But, you know, I appreciate you coming on and coming all the way out to the Big Brother Bungalow. You know, I know I live far from everybody, so on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you better be nice because I will drop a pin at this secret location. Let everybody know. And I'll be that? like, no, nah, that's her. She's crazy, and I, I can do the same. I I am pretty skilled. No, they'll just see the drive, and they'll be like, never mind. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Stay a secret. That's why I don't have people come over. They're yeah. like, damn, we live far. Oh right, yeah, that's why. <laughs> well, y'all go to fabulousthecookies.com. Jesse will hook you up with yes. whatever you need, and if she doesn't have it, she'll find a way to get it to you. Yes. Because she's the best. And yes. again, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Jake. I love you. Love you, too. All right. <laughs> You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast with Big Brother Jake. Duh. Man, told you I was busy this afternoon. Yeah, the, the homie P-Dub, a.k.a. Paul Wilson, breaking down the NBA and NFL, of all things. Oh, and he actually had a story with Storytime Music. So you never know what you can expect from, from the big homie. And also, my dear friend, Jesse Dallas Childs of FabulistaCookies.com. She's the owner and operator, and she had a nice little story to tell. And, yeah, she was mad at me once we finished that interview because uh, of what I said on the interview, I never told her in person. I uh, never wanted her to know that, but I had to thank her for it because she she did, in essence, save my life. So, again, sorry about the voice. Uh, it's going away. I'm going to gargle with garlic and hot water and all that other stuff and honey and tea and try to save the voice for the weekend. So, I hope you enjoyed the Big Brother Jake podcast. I hope you enjoyed the guests. And I hope you enjoyed all the funky and funny banter that you heard. So, until next week, I say to y'all... Wait for it. Deuces. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.